Hello everyone, this is Will. This is Alex. Welcome back to another episode of They Mostly Come Out at Night. We're back! we back. Mostly. Oh my god. What a fucking year, dude. Like, <laughs> holy shit. There is, we've been put through the fucking ringer this year. Like, good lord. Like, I'm like, oh yeah, okay, we're back to a recording schedule, you know, a lot of shit has happened, it's Briefly, fine. Briefly, we were. Yeah, we were. We were back to the recording schedule, and then my fucking basement flooded, and just fucking just nothing. Everything went to shit. We had a uh, will our recording studio, quote unquote, had an accident, and then also I'm in the process of moving as well. So just kind of both things, just fucking just everything piled boom. on top of each other, and so we couldn't record for like two weeks straight. So we're sorry. So both things just kind of. Our ass cheeks were spread wide open and yep. they just railed us. Yep. I mean, that's 2024, yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's just like, it's on brand. It it's, is on it, brand. It really is on brand for 2020. <laughs> but we're back. But we're back. That's we got a good one. That's what's important. And actually, not a bad way to start back our random hiatus because whoever's still <laughs> joining us, we have a bunch of random hiatuses because shit just happens to us for some reason. This is what happens when you don't have a dedicated... We don't have a studio, okay? We so have day jobs. We just for, we just figure it out as we go, okay? We have day jobs. We're not professional podcasters here. Yet. We're niche, fucking small-time, small-potato podcasters at the moment. One day. We haven't blown up yet, so, you know, <laughs> I mean, we'll figure that out when we get famous, if we get famous. But for now, you're just going to have to deal with our fucking sporadic-ass fucking schedule we'll try our best okay we're trying that's about all we can say right now yeah um but yeah no we're actually starting out with a good one um i mean not like the like i it's not incredible no right it's no it's, death force it's not fucking death force but but you know it's not bad is it well I, we didn't have to check the time i was entertained the whole time it was fine everything was good it's fine. It's fine, yes. That's all you can ask for. And I honestly, was I was decently entertained the entire hour and 16 minutes that this movie is. It's a nice little start to, you know, October's coming, fall coming. Fall's here, you know. It's a good little spooky thing. Yes. And I, I, I appreciate it. And some of the stuff actually was pretty creepy in this movie. I'm not going to lie. Like, there were some pretty creepy images and stuff they did. Little things. Now... The movie is House of the Dead. The. Yeah, don't get it confused with that fucking piece of shit Uwe Boll film. No, it's it's The House of the, the Dead. The House of the Dead, which is actually more fitting than the actual fucking House of the Dead movie. We won't. Let's not, watch. Let's not go back. You can watch let's, that review for our thoughts. Let's not go back. You can watch House of the Dead review if you want to. That's it's the much start better. of our shit retrospective on Uwe Boll. Just go watch that if you want to hear that. This is this much is better. This is The House of the Dead. The House of the Dead. Uh, 1978. It's an anthology um, movie. It's an anthology. Our Probably, I think, our first anthology movie. It is. I I don't think we've watched another anthology movie. No, we haven't. Movie. Like, maybe you could say, well, the Lucifer Complex was... That, that's not an that's anthology. An anthology movie. He's it's a just clip wa- show. He's just watching the past. It's a clip show, Will. But yeah, so this is our first anthology movie, and um, I kind of have a love-hate relationship with anthology movies, right? Yeah. I, I like the concept of anthology movies, because like my favorite show of all time is an anthology show. You know, Twilight Zone is an anthology show. 
But there are still some fucking awful episodes of Twilight Zone. Let's yeah. not let's not kid ourselves. Hey, one of my favorites is Twilight Zone and um, Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, there's some good anthology stuff, but you're not always gonna get winners, and that's the problem with a movie that's an anthology is. You get some good vignettes, but you get some really fucking awful ones, too. Unless you're Creepshow. Creepshow is the one exception. Unless you're Creepshow, or another one I always mention because it's deeply underrated. What, Tales from the Hood? Tales from the Hood. Okay, that one, every single vignette is good. Where you have a director who is in total fucking control over everything, and each vignette is, like, solid. Like, Creepshow... Tales from the Hood. I know that I'm sure there's some other ones, but those are the the two that I always go to as like well. Those are the two consistency. Those are like the ones that are like every vignette works with the narrative and it works like it's an actual good like story they tell in each of those uh, parts. Each one has different themes. No, like some of them are funny. A lot of people argue like VHS is around, and yes, there are some good there vignettes. Some of them. But it's not all good. Let's Same be honest. ABCs like, of death. ABCs of death. There was like, you have a lot of potential to fuck up, and some of the directors did. It's like yes. it's like if you're a master of horror fan, right? Like Masters of Horror is a great the show, show. Yeah. Like it's a great show, but some of the episodes are, are shit. Shit. They're they are donkey shit. Like, no, they're they're just some awful. Episodes some are... some episodes you just skip because they're so bad. But then there's like a lot of really good stuff there. But that's what you get with an anthology because, like, you're just getting different directors and different creative minds creating this shit. And it's just, like, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. And you get, like, a few minutes to tell your story and it's fine. And that's it. That's all you get. Um, but this one was pretty good. I think it's all the same director. It is. This one. It's one director. It's not, like, different directors for each one. Cause this no. Because like, early level, like, fucking, like, anthology shit. Dude, this is and like... this is like B movie anthology, so it's not like gonna be like it's not gonna be like these masters of fucking like horror movies coming together and like doing an anthology movie. This is literally a no name director and like no budget, and it's fine. And I'm sorry to like kind of like go on this rant, like you know, spend the first like ten minutes talking about like it's this fine. kind of stuff, but like it's not like there's not a lot a lot to unpack here. No, this is it, very... It, it's a, kind of a, just a basic horror movie, and it works, and it's just entertaining. Like, that's that's all you need. Like, that's it, all you need. It's just a basic horror movie, and I enjoyed it, and it was just a good time the whole hour and 16 minutes we watched it's it. It's only an hour and, like, 16 minutes. It takes, like, nothing to watch this movie. That's it. Like, it's not two hours. It's, it's short. And you can enjoy it. That's yeah. all I'm saying. So, here we go. Let's go into the fucking... The House of the Dead. So it starts with, um, you see a guy, and he's, like, just finished having sex with a woman, and they're just kind of talking, and she mentions, like, oh, I bet your wife would be angry. Yes. If she saw us. So he's like, oh, well, like, you know, now that you mentioned that, I have to go back to my hotel, I have to call her. So he leaves, gets in a cab, and they're driving around, and he doesn't want to, like, get dropped off. So he, he's like anxious about something because like I think it's like getting late and probably his wife is starting to wonder where the hell he is. So he's getting why like he's not calling that guilty conscience where he's like, fuck. OK, all right. I, I got to I got to figure out like a way to fix this because I fucked up. And he's like, can you drive around for a little bit? No, actually, just let me out here. And it's the wrong spot. 
well, the guy just, the, the taxi driver lets him off, and he's like, wait a minute, this is wrong. And he calls for the taxi, and they just drive away. Yeah, the taxi's just gone. So he's like, what the fuck? So he, like, he tries to, like, talk to people and ask where this hotel is, but, like, no one's talking to him. Everything's kind of fucking dark and, like, just mysterious. It's constantly raining. And so he goes to hide under this, like, this, uh, like, roof. Like, it's a little, like, like a window in, it's a, like in, the, in a building. It's, so like, where the door is. He's trying to, like, escape the rain. Yeah. So then, like, an older man comes out, and he's like, there's no need for an adult to stand in the rain. Please come in. And he takes him up to his, like, this, like, room, gives him a cup of coffee, and they just start talking a little. He's just like, yeah, I'm just in town. I'm, like, I'm here for a plumber's convention. I was just visiting a friend. Well, and, like, the older guy seems oddly suspicious because he's like, oh, well, like, everyone needs a friend. Like, he's kind of, like, giving that air that he knows more than, like... And if you've seen a horror anthology movie, you, you know, you know, something, this is our crypt keeper. Like you already, uh, you kind of already established that. Have you seen tales from the crypt? Yes. You know what's up. Cause this is a creepy old dude that knows way too much about the guy. He's an embalmer. Will. yeah, he's an embalmer. He's a creepy old embalmer that knows a little too much about the situation. And you know, he's giving like a little, like the advice he's giving is like a little too on the nose. Too um, relevant. Yes, too relevant to the current situation. So you know, this is guy is our crypt keeper. This you is, know, sums up. This is our wraparound. This is our our glue that holds the <laughs> anthology together. This is like every anthology thing needs something that like kind of like ties it all together. The wraparound story. Yes, there's always something that ties them all together. Yeah, I don't know if ABCs of Death had it, but VHS did. Um, no, ABCs of Death is just like it's just one after the other. Yeah, like, because, I mean, you know, it's like the entire alphabet, so obviously they yeah. had to fucking, they're just like, okay, let's just go. But yeah, like, in Tales from the Hood, it's um these guys trying to rob a fucking funeral home, and the, like, funeral home director starts telling them these stories, and then you find out. Like, VHS is, like, the, it's different VHSs that they yeah. find, and, like, you know, as it goes through, it's, like, DVDs, and then, you know. In the things. Tales from the Crypt movie from the 70s, it's, like, all these guys these people literally at a crypt like yeah and then like what uh creep show is a comic book creep show is comic book yeah it's like the yeah. kid is like he's getting bitched out by his by his dad in yeah. the beginning like oh you're reading this fucking garbage and yeah it's because it's adaptations of like old ec comics yes so it, i don't know I, you, every, what we're saying is that a good anthology movie has something to hold it all together it's not just the one after the other, because what's the fuck? Because there point? has to be a reason all these stories... It, it There has to be a narrative that all these stories are given. Yeah. Right? Because there has to be a reason that we're seeing all these anthologies back to back. And this one is definitely, definitely Tales from the Crypt influenced. Well, and it's, it's competently made. Yeah. It's not, like, the worst. The acting... The acting is not good. This, so, this, it's, it's back and it's forth. It's kind of hit or miss, but, like... At least there's something there. Yeah, because they basically... So he shows him around, basically, and he's like, okay, well, like, let me show you my latest people. And you're like, okay, so what they're going to do is basically go through every single coffin, yep. and every single coffin is going to be a, story. a different vignette, which is exactly what they do. That's so exactly this is, it. This is our Crypt Keeper. Yeah. Yes, like you said, it's very Tales, Tales from the, the Crypt. Crypt. Yeah. Um, so... 
he goes to the first one and he's like oh well like you know this was a she was a teacher and like all this stuff and then like it slowly fades into the fucking first our first vignette and it's this teacher who is a total fucking dick well like so like all the kids are like being all nice to her and then she's like has this inner monologue where she's like mocking them and then like there's two just hanging out like drawing a picture on her car and she like honks the horn and like almost runs them over yeah and she's just like she's just a huge asshole immediately i was like jesus like why'd you choose to be a teacher if you hate kids this much and you immediately know she's a huge asshole well you know something's gonna happen because she's being really fucking mean to kids and if you've ever watched an anthology horror movie you kind of know where this is going if you've ever watched tales from the crypt you know that a lot of times it's a there's a hint of irony they, it's like in creep show that guy that was mean to the fucking bugs look what happened to him i love that fucking segment it's, it's so great um but yeah like or twilight zone does the same thing i mean like you know if it's a fucking thing anthology thing worth its salt it will be something that like has that hint of irony to and, it. and yes it's on the nose but it, it works but it's fun Yes. Because she just comes home and starts making like a fucking meatloaf or something. She, she puts on a meatloaf and like weird shit starts happening. Like she'll go so knock another, on the door. There's a knock at the door. She'll go into another room. The radio turns off. Um, like shit starts happening, right? Little things. So then she's like, okay, well, like the meatloaf's on. So she's going to go take a shower. So she turns on the radio, takes a shower, and then sees a shadow walk past. And the radio's off. Now, this is going to be a quick thing because this vignette is like literally like instant like 10 minutes it's fucking quick it's fucking fast so (laughs) she sees a shadow go by goes back down uh there's like a knife in the fucking meatloaf and she's like what the fuck is going on so she goes and checks like the windows she closes all the windows radio keeps turning off like weird shit starts happening and then like finally like she closes all the doors and then finally she like turns back and she sees one of the doors opening and you're just like, okay, this is literally how fast it escalates. It's literally just like she gets home, everything's normal, and then it just fucking goes to like from zero to a thousand, Instant. just like instantly, where everything just starts like fucking like dissolving. Right no time wasted at all. Um, so the door opens, and like it's just a, ki- a bunch of kids in these creepy ass, these like, creepy fucking like face eye- masks, eyeless fucking face masks, like clowns and shit. Yeah. And there's just a bunch of them, like... And she just starts screaming at them, like, oh, I knew it was Fucking you. kids. Yeah, I knew it was your fucking kids. You fucking stupid pieces of, like... Well, because she's, like, terrified. I mean, it's not that vulgar, Until but, like, she you know. sees them. And then they, you know, to add insult to injury, they fucking take off their masks, and they're all, like, fucking, like, kind of, like, deformed, and, like, their, like, mouths have, like, weird, like... Weird teeth. Teeth. Like, like one of them has, like, three teeth, and, like, one, like, really long, jagged one. And they're all making these weird noises, and the radio starts going all insane. And then the fucking... The, the movie goes acid trip, because there's, like, this green light that just starts strobing around. And then they put this, like, negative filter, but, like, a technicolor When they're attacking her. On her, and, like, there's just a bunch of kids crowding around her, and, like, basically, it's implying that they tore her apart. Because the, the segment just ends, and the guy's, like... the fucking embalmer is like yeah it was a little hard to like make her presentable and then the other guy's like jesus is awful and then like next segment yep they just go to the next fucking uh coffin it's oh yeah the fucking killer guy 
And it's just... It literally just goes into, like, this guy being arrested. So it's the guy taking being taken by a bunch of policemen and, like, a bunch of news media people. And they're like, are, hey, like, he's got a camera. Filming him. And, like, they're like, why'd you, why'd you do all this? Why'd you film all, like, doing all this and stuff like that? And, and then there's, like, like, a reporter, like, later while he's being dragged away being, like, why did you, like, why did you murder six women? And Like, why did you film it? And stuff like that. And we're like, what the fuck? And so, like, then it, it cuts to him, like staring at a camera and he's like okay well like, she's gonna be here soon and you know like this will be you know blah 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 or like whatever. i'm, I'm, I'm he's feeling like he's basically setting up his scene so it's a guy so the woman comes over and it's like this guy and he keeps looking at like because he set up a camera in the corner of his his home yeah and and all the women and he like they don't know that it's on he considers himself like a professional photographer so he has like an actual film camera Yes. In his room. And so um, he invites a woman over. And, For, he's and like, it's, a, it's a blind date. When it's super awkward because he's like, you know, he's obviously there to kill them. But like he's like acting all weird about it. And he's like looking into the camera while he's talking and shit like that. Only one of the women notice like the camera's on. But she goes right up to it and she hears it humming. Fucking humming. So like it, it's like a certain series of events where it's like him being weird around these girls. One of them he shows like a magic trick where he takes off like she, she takes, takes off her pantyhose. She takes off her pantyhose and he chokes her with him. And then another one finds out the camera is live and then chokes her out right away. And there's a one. There's one where he stabs her. Well, yeah, because she's like this rich debutante. She's and about she, to call a taxi. She, she calls tries to call the taxi and he like stops her before she can do it. And it's just, like, him murdering these women on, like, a home video. I did think it was kind of creepy how he kept, like... I think it was a good choice that they kept making him, like, kind of stare into the camera. Yeah, like, he's playing it up. Because it made it, like, this, like, kind of voyeuristic, like, snuff film almost. And it was... It was... I That's mean, basically what it is. It, it, it kind of did make it more creepy for me just because I didn't like how, like, often he would, like, look into the camera like he wanted to, like, see himself on camera. Because, yeah. like... I don't know, like, I'm breaking down a B-movie horror. Oh, plus, it's like, I mean, I I appreciated that it's, like... But I appreciated that, like, they kept it kind of creepy, and actually the bad, the kind of bad acting, actually, like, it maybe added to, like, the absurdity and, like, the horrific, like,ness of, like, what was going on. I appreciated that it was no edits in the thing. I mean, other than, like, the little snippets of him being, like, dragged away. Well, like, because that first death of the girl was, like, a long take. It was, like, five minutes or longer. It was, like, five minutes, no cutting. Just the camera in the room recording it, and, like, all the other ones, I mean, they're shorter, but it's still, like, unedited. Yes. Which I appreciate. But, yeah, you just, he just murdered these women, and you find out that he got the death penalty. Now he's there. Yep, and that's why he's in the coffin. Now the, the next, next one, one is is nuts. Probably the most insane vignette because it's not horror at all. No, it's just insanity. So they go to the next coffin and he just like he kind of looks horrified at it and it just starts. It doesn't like the the mortician doesn't even fucking explain anything. It just it. starts. It just starts. It's a guy sitting on a chair and he's looking at a, a guy that has presumably hung himself. And he's just like he gets off his chair. And he starts investigating. Like he looks at his, um, he looks at his clothes. He looks in his pockets. He looks at some of the. There's some like water on the. Fucking... He like 
brushes off his like suit because he finds something on them into a piece of paper. And like all the while these detectives these other detectives are, are watching, watching. Him. and there's this one guy with a big ass mustache. He has that... the fucking um Her- Hercule Poirot mustache. He does, and he has a fucking like you know, like a, a fucking fedora and <laughs> shit like that. Like you can tell he's another detective. And after the guy's done, he just gives the cops this like long spiel about how yeah, this like the guy didn't actually kill himself, and he just lays it all down. Well, he basically solves the entire murder. He right solves there. it right there. Tells him like yeah, it's it was all set up and staged, and it was this guy. Go arrest him. Yeah. And the other guy's like, great job. And then you find out that the guy with the mustache is a a detective from London. He's from Scotland Yard. And they are... So him and our lead in this vignette are like the two best detectives. Like master class detectives. In the world. Yes. And so we're, we're supposed to believe, like, I mean, you know, and it's pretty convincing that, like, they are really good detectives. And so they're talking and they're like, well, I, I'd love to, like, you know, kind of pick your brain about something and, like, the... London guy is being kind of suspicious because he's like, well, I'm look kind of looking for a murderer, but I also want to see if but I'm on get, vacation. I want to see if I can get like any tips from you. Yeah. Or whatever. He's like, would you like to meet at dinner? And they go to dinner. And, you know, like the fucking like the Scotland Yard guy, the mustache guy. Um, he like deciphers the wine and he knows exactly which like kind of wine it is. And they're like, they're both proving their metal as like, it's very detectives. It's very dick measuring. Yes. Cause you can tell they're both like egotistical assholes about, about who's how, number how one. Good. They are at their fucking job about who's number one because they both want to be the best detective ever. And so, you know, there's just this back and forth about them, like talking about something. And then the guy gets a letter it's like a ransom note. Well, it just says like in three days, like someone you know will die unless you like solve it or whatever. Yeah. And Something so like that. There's like all these. Very like, cryptic, very vague. One of the guys like, well, like, you know, I have to figure this out. Like I can already tell that it's printed on this kind of paper and this kind of weight and this ink and stuff like that. And all this stuff. And like the British guy is just like, can I just like. I'll just, like, watch. Do you mind if I just, like, observe you like, sure. solving this? And they're like, okay. So is this guy trying to figure out what the hell's going on? And he's, like, at his lab, and he's, like... And it's, like, the last... It's, like, a time jump, because it's the last day. It's the day right before the day that someone's supposed to die. And he's, like, examining all these letters and everything, and he's, like, figured out, like, what newspapers they're from. But he's still, like, stumped. Yes. So, yeah, I don't know, like, where, like, what's going to happen, but... You know, I need to know. And so, like, it's it's the very, it's the day that someone is supposed to die. It's at the detective's house. And the Scotland Yard guy comes in. Because the detective, the main, the American guy, invites him. Yes. And he tells him to, like, sit down on his chair. And he's just like, well, today's the day. And then he just tells him, like, he's I like, figured it out. He's like, I figured out what it was. He's like, see, I know that, like, the person who's supposed to die is me. And the, the person who's going to be doing it is you. Yeah. And basically, it's like the whole thing was the Scotland Yard guy wanted to be the greatest detective. So he's going to murder the other greatest detective so no one can fucking like be... No one else can be the greatest no detective. No one can, else can be. And the Scotland Yard guy is just like, 
Yep. He's like, no one would ever believe that I shot you because I'm going to shoot you with this gun that's not even registered in the United States or whatever. And he shoots him. And he just kapows him right there. And then the other, the American guy is just like, you don't understand. He's like, I solved this two days ago. And he opens like a little case and like the guy just freezes, like the Scotland Yard guy just freezes and like, I'm like, what the fuck just happened? And then he falls out of the chair. I with thought like, he like poisoned the drink or something. That's, I have no idea at first, dude. So he like rolls down on the ground and you see blood on his chest and you're just like, what the fuck? And like the guy closes the little thing. It's and, like a little music box. And the fucking, like, a knife retracts from the fucking chair that the guy was sitting in. And the guy, the, the main the American detective, he reveals that he was wearing, like, body armor. So he takes... I'm gonna let you explain The Scotland like, Yard guy's briefcase. Oh my god, I cannot believe this fucking happened. I was cackling so hard when this happened. He takes the Scotland Yard guy's briefcase. Oh my god, I cannot believe Puts it down and starts opening it. And then, I'm not joking, right before he opened it, I'm like, is it a bomb? He opens it, and it's like a little tick-tock, tick-tock, and there's like a stick of dynamite. <laughs> and it fucking like gets to the final thing, and then end vignette. End vignette, and then the Crypt Keeper is like, yeah, we kind of, we had trouble like picking him back up, because he was a bit blown apart by everything he said he like went to pieces over that like over that letter or whatever i can't believe this vignette our comedy vignette spy versus spy this was is insanity like they actually did that it's fucking did yeah master detectives going against each other and they both kill each other they both kill each other i can't fucking believe it I thought it was great. It I, was great. I mean, it it's entertaining so as hell. Enter- it was uh, so entertaining. I could watch a whole movie of that. I'm just, I was just fucking amazed by the like endless shenanigans at the end. Well, it's just two egotistical assholes just going toe to toe with each other. And then at the end, they all die. It's great. There's even a scene where they like the fucking Scotland Yard guy. We forgot to mention, but like he like tries, he interrupts the guy's work. And, like, annoys the fuck out of him while he's trying to, like, decipher And the guy just tells him, like, can you, like, not interrupt me? And then he, like, sits in a fucking creaky, like, rocking chair. (laughs) And, like, rocks back and forth to make as much noise as humanly possible. It's be annoying. And it's... It's great. It's great. No, I I enjoyed it. So then our last vignette, which is... This is... Arguably the most confusing one, but I get what they were trying to go for. Oh, I get it. But it's... I, I, I... It's not the most confusing. I will say it's the most, like surreal it is because like some like really supernatural shit happens in this one like more so than the fucking mutant kids oh by far Um, if that if you can believe that because she maybe in her mind they were mutant kids because she didn't like kids yeah but maybe they just fucking had enough of the dickhole teacher shenanigans so they just fucking murked her um we'll never know but this is the this is the uh, like you said this is the most surreal one in the bunch because this guy it's who's fucking weird, but he's just like an office worker, and immediately it just shows him like there's a woman talking to him and telling him like I got all these papers and sheets and blah blah blah, and he's just like inner monologuing about how much he hates her. He like hates her, and then like another guy invites him to lunch because they're gonna go to a burger place with twenty three different flavors of burger, twenty three different types of burger, and the guy's like, "Come along," and he's like, "No," and then in this, he's like inner monologuing about how much he hates him. When he's like twenty three different kinds of moron, and the guy like leaves like, "Fine, just no, you're missing out. Twenty three different types of hamburger." 
I mean, if who, only. I mean, who wouldn't want that? I'm well. I'm just saying, if the dude I mean, fucking listened, dude, it's twenty three different types of hamburgers. I don't know anywhere that does that. I don't either. I want. I want that. And if our dude <laughs> actually went there and looked at it. He wouldn't well, be in the situation. If our dude wasn't presumably a gigantic piece of shit, oh, maybe he'd be alive. Well, don't worry. It gets worse because he goes to a fucking like, convenience store or something, buys some shit, and talking to the guy, he's like, gum? He's like, what? He's like, do you have chewing gum? And the guy's he's like, like, no. No. He's like, you slob? Like, his inner monologue is, like, instantly just calls the guy a slob and his, like, inner mind. I'm just like... This guy's a fucking dick. The next thing is great because he, he just starts walking down the street, and of course the homeless man is like, "Do you have any change?" And he's like, "Get a job." And just, but that wasn't inner monologue. He just said he it. He just straight up he said just, it to him. He was like really rude to the guy, and just like, "No, and you should get a job." And then he goes into like, what is it? The office, I guess. He goes back to the office, and everything's empty. Everything's completely empty, and he's like, "Where is everybody?" He goes to like the back, and he finds the elevator. And he keeps hearing, like, a noise. Yeah, and so, like, he looks down the scene. I This is the only part of the, the vignette that I'm just like, well, that was fucking, fucking stupid. But anyway, because like, they did that. He, like, sees a bunch of garbage on top of, like, one of the elevators in the elevator elevator. It's the shaft. floor of, like, the sh- elevator shaft. Yeah, and so there's a bunch of garbage, and he looks down, and, like, for some reason he trips in, even though he didn't trip on anything. He's just, like, looking at it, and then he does this facial expression of, like, and then just it just falls and i could not stop laughing and then he like gets up and, and his fucking forehead's like busted and bleeding well he like gets up and he tries to open the elevator door that's like to the next floor and nothing's and like, opening and then like an elevator comes down and you think he's gonna get smashed but he like goes into this room the, the door opens at the last second and then, like, it's weird because he, like, gets in, but the elevator door closes, and, like, he's, tr- like, the another door closes, and he's trapped in this little tiny fucking room. It's like this little cube, and he's in there trapped, and he starts thinking about, like, all this horrible shit he said to people. And then, like, a wall of spikes, like, appears out of a nowhere. A fucking Indiana Jones trap. Like, stop us if you fuck, if this is too surreal, but, like... <laughs> So, like, starts coming towards him, and he almost, gets, like, he, like, pokes his stomach, and, like, he, like, starts screaming and everything, and then, it, like, finally retracts. And then he, like, sits down, and a fucking, a single bottle of liquor rolls up to him. Yep. He starts drinking it, and the next thing we see is, like, he's, like, passed out with, like, five or six bottles. And then, like, another one rolls in. And he's, like, drunk as fuck, like, he's all dirty and everything, and then the door finally opens to the outside world. And he goes out, and he's, like, drunk and disheveled, and then he asks someone for help, and someone just tells him to get a job. And he walks he walks on freeze frame in vignette. And then the guy's like, but how did he die? And he's like, well, like, homeless people, they just die. And he's like, I don't understand. He's like, well, when, you, like... And then he starts telling him, like, kind of the moral of each one, like... Teacher's a dick. The fucking um, the guy was a fucking killer who hated women. There's the fucking egotistical douchebag detectives, and yep. then finally our guy who just flat out didn't care about anybody. Yep, he just like was mean to everyone and didn't give a shit. That's it. And then he did. He did basically mention that the guy's liver failed eventually. Yeah, like he, he drank himself to he death. He drank basically. himself to death. Like that's what you're led to believe. Yeah. Um. 
And he's like, well, like, all of these people, like, have done bad things, and, like, they're just inherently bad people, so they all come to me eventually. And then there's a final coffin. And he opens it, and it's empty. And he's, and the guy's like, well, what's, who's supposed to go in here? And he's like, well, it's supposed to be a man who's infidelitous and, uh, you know, doesn't. Something else, yeah. Doesn't think about, like, others or something like that. Like, it's obviously pointing out that it's, it's him. And the guy's like, I gotta go now. Bye. A reasonable reaction. And then he fucking leaves. And he starts of co- running around the town looking for this fucking hotel. And he just can't find anything. And then he keeps hearing, like, footsteps. That part was creepy because yeah. he would run. And then you'd hear, like, running footsteps after him. And you, you thought... I like the way the movie did this because you thought it was the Crypt Keeper guy, right? But... But it's not. I mean, it, we figure out it's not. But, like, you think it's the Crypt Creeper, like, coming after him. Yeah. To, like reap his soul or whatever Because so far if you think about it he's not dead well and the guy the guy literally didn't kill that crypt keeper didn't kill any of those people no they kind of killed themselves by their own devices so you know he's not dead yet yeah so anyway like he runs into an alley and he like kind of like cowers because the guy is fucking chasing after him and then you just see this like like dark figure come up to him well no you see the guy pass first oh that's right yeah and you think like oh it's just like a pedestrian yeah but then that dark figure like goes back in the alley and he like appears in front of the guy and he's like did you think i wouldn't figure it out do you think that like like i don't know everything about maria and you're like oh shit so the woman had a fucking like like man like a fucking husband and then he's like you dumb bastard and he just shoots him fucking fires at him and then the next scene is an ambulance coming to pick the guy up they load him into the back of the truck and then it like shows the ambulance driver like pulling out but it like slowly pans over and it's you the crypt keeper and you see the crypt keeper smiling and he's smiling and the ambulance drives away in movie good job it's not offensive it's not no it's not it's not bad i mean it's it's not like the greatest movie but like no. hell there's worse ways to spend an hour and 16 minutes. There are many worse ways. Like, I wouldn't say this is offensive at all. If you want just, like, a quick horror anthology movie, you could yeah. do a lot worse. There's worse There's worse ones out there. Yeah. There's better ones, but there are worse ones. Like, I get what they were going for. They told the story decently. Like, it, it's not... It all makes sense. I, it's just, like, I don't know what to say. Like, there's not much to say about this one. It's just kind of like a... It's a decent movie... If you want to just have an hour or 16 minutes, that's this is what it is. Like, I don't think you need alcohol to enjoy it necessarily, but it kind of helps. It might help. You might laugh more. You might laugh more at some of the more ridiculous things, and you definitely will laugh more at the fucking, like, detective, detective shit. Detective, which was the funniest shit. I did not expect to see that in a horror anthology, but... No. Because that wasn't a... That clearly wasn't a horror. They were just fucking dicking around. Dude, like, that was just some... Like, you need some comedy. That was some writer going ham. Yeah. I... I kind of dug it. That was like probably my favorite vignette. Just that was. It was so ridiculous. I just loved it because like I mean I love Spy versus Spy, so like yeah. that kind of shit like it entertains the hell out of me. Yeah, no, it's very yeah, it's very Spy versus Spy, but detective versus detective in this case. And the fucking end where they just fucking kill each other is just the perfect way to end that. Yeah, like 
you know their own egos killed each other you knew at the end it would once it ends you're like that's it that's perfect yep that is that is the only way they could have ended yeah and a with little, a fucking briefcase bomb and a little horror anthology yeah like i could watch a whole fucking movie of that <laughs> to be honest but i don't know like just i was decently surprised by this one because i thought it would be shit because like the acting isn't the greatest and everything but i ended up kind of enjoying it and like it's just kind of a a good way to spend an hour and 16 minutes you know what it is it's fine yes that's about it that's about all you need what would you give this on shitty to pretty i don't know i might go middle of the road like to be honest i mean it's not are we going out of five or out of ten? I always forget. Ten. I might give it just, just a five. I mean, it's not like... Okay. It's not... I don't oh. know. It's not like a two or three status. It's not like a six or a seven. It's kind of just like a four or five, somewhere in there. I think five is a good place to put it for me, okay. though. I'll give it a six. You're going to give it a six? I'm going to give this on a slight curve. Because of the detective, de- detective thing? No, it's just... It, it. I mean, here's the thing. This is the thing. There's no fucking money behind this fucking thing. There's no act recognizable actors in this. This might have been shot on like a fucking week. Yeah, that's true. And d- despite all of this, like I didn't hate it. Um, there's no vignette that annoyed me. It was all fine and dandy, and honestly, just for the strength of the fact that like it was consistent. I give it a six. That's fair. I think I'd still give it a five just because yeah. it's kind of just like. like I, I can't give it higher than that just because like like a seven, a seven would get to like, oh, like I'd like, hmm, I'd watch this again maybe. Well, and like a seven would maybe give you the idea that maybe one of the vignettes was really good. Or you're like, hey, you can recommend this to just like anybody on the street. Right, like go watch it. But I'd, I wouldn't recommend this to anyone. No. Like, I mean. I'd recommend it. If to you're some in this people. niche, if you like horror anthology movies and like B movie horror anthology, yeah. But like that's your, a, av- that's your a average really normal person niche thing. Yeah, like normal people are not going to enjoy this film. It, like I mean, no- I think normal people would probably enjoy some of it. They might, but it's one of those things where like it's not a movie that you can just be like to anybody. You can just tell them like, yeah, just watch it. It's yeah. good. And it's definitely not going to give you, like, the heebie-jeebies. No. But, like, there are some... Cre- there is some creepy imagery, which I think earns there's it. There's some creepy touches. There's some creepy touches, and there's that fucking hilarious vignette, which earns it kind of just the just, middle of the road for me. Yeah, they just stuck that funny one right in the middle, and... I, li- I liked that. I thought it was great. But, like, all in all, just fine. It's it's fine. It's, it, it's not offensive. It's just there. It's fine. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like that's, I mean, that's it. I, this is a shorter review, but like, there's not, there's nothing else there. Honestly, yeah, it's I, just a quick anthology movie. It's a quick, fun little time. That's yeah. all it is. So uh, yeah, go watch uh, if you want to. It's on, it's YouTube. on YouTube for free. So there's any multiple anyone copies, anyone can watch it. You don't need a streaming subscription. The, there's multiple copies. Just go on YouTube and search The House of the Dead. 1978. 1978. Don't search House of the Dead because you're going to have a bad time if you watch that one. Do not watch. You're no. going to have a way worse time if you watch that one, okay? No. Do not watch the Uwe Boll one. Just 
promise us that it, it trust us when we say it's going to be a fucking horrible time if you watch the other one we suffered enough yes we don't need to talk about it anymore just go listen to our review if you really want to know <laughs> how we feel about that movie spoiler alert it's not good spoiler alert we don't it's, we don't feel it, we think it's fucking trash but um yeah i don't know like is there anything else to say about this the house of the dead i mean it's just no your basic movie yeah it's fine it's fine so uh yeah that was the house of the dead good job uh, we're gonna try and stay on. Wait, track, yeah, okay? I I don't see anything. We're now. we're finally back to normalcy. Hopefully, I please please give no us, more no no more no more shenanigans no more fucking twenty twenty bam- bullshit no, no more bamboozle please I just I just want a fucking just a month of just normal shit happening please for the love of God nah we are there's nothing coming up so we're we're good we're good um we i don't know when our next live stream is going to be we'll probably it should be next month yeah i think it's going to be next month it's not going to be this month because we've had a a rough month we will get back to the movies for this month it's been a fucking month we're gonna do a couple more movies we'll we'll plan one for october we'll do an october one um maybe we'll do like horror games or something we'll like figure it out but that that's 90 percent of i know we barely play action games but like still most of the shit is fucking bad horror games bad horror games every once in a while we'll play a bad action game maybe a bad racer but like it's mostly horror games that are just completely awful just incomprehensible bullshit and it's all the fucking same just walk down corridors until something spooky happens until something spooky happens in a game over screen yeah boom um but yeah so i mean just anticipate october because september's been a fuck fucking hell of a month um and we're not gonna do a live stream <laughs> nah so, not this month um but yeah uh we're back we are and we plan to stay back it, it you know banking on nothing happening nope, so that's fine um for they mostly come out at night this has been will this has been alex and we will talk to you all later bye bye bye